Welcome to The Lifted Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Denham, and this is a place for us to talk about what we're doing every day to raise our vibration and understand ourselves more deeply as energetic beings and co-creators. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode. If you're new here, I'm Helen. I'm a women's empowerment coach, meditation teacher, singer-songwriter, and I'm so happy that you found the show. Episodes drop every Wednesday morning. And if you've been with me for a while, I just want to say thank you so much. It's really an honor to share this space with you and connect with you on a weekly basis like this with such amazing guests. So today we have another awesome conversation. We've got Nadia Damaso joining us. It was such a pleasure to hang out with her and just chat for this episode. She is so wise beyond her years, first of all, and I also just love her perspective on the world and on people. People. She has such a holistic and integrative approach to not only nutrition, but just lifestyle and how we connect with nature and what makes us human and the soul's journey and how connected all of that is and is really able to see past all of these kind of surface layers of understanding to to get to the root of things, which really comes out in this conversation. So I'll tell you a little bit more about her. So Nadia was raised in the Swiss mountains, very much connected to nature since childhood. And she's written three best-selling cookbooks, all based on the motto, eat better, not less, which is more of a lifestyle than just a way to eat. She loves to help people build confidence in themselves to help them follow their heart's voice. And she's also given countless talks to inspire people, including two TEDx talks. Her intention is to help all of us live a more conscious life and first and foremost, be more conscious about who we truly are, what we want in life and what we put into our bodies. So enjoy this episode. As you're listening, you can find Nadia on Instagram at Nadia Damaso underscore, and I'm at Helen Denham underscore. So hit us up, let us know what you're learning, what you're thinking, sending you so much love, and I'll connect with you on the flip side. How do you like to start your days off? Do you have any rising routines or rituals mm-hmm. that you go to? Um, I actually kind of start off by just feeling into how I feel. Um, I'm a very intuitive person, so I feel like I'm not quite sure if, if humans are made for routines. Um, so I'm always kind of like, how do I feel today? What do I need? Do I need to stretch? Do I need to take an ice cold shower? Do I need uh, coffee? Do I need some fresh air? And I'll just go with uh, however I feel. Beautiful. Is there anything that you do? You just mentioned some kind of beautiful biohacking moments there, but what else helps you to stay grounded throughout the day so that you're feeling really calm and centered and aligned? Mm-hmm. So I spend a lot of time in nature. I grew up in Switzerland in the Southern part, um, surrounded by snowy mountains and nature is, is my best friend, my best, best friend. I just can recharge so much in nature. And I, at least spend three hours a day outside. So I usually go, I, I do long runs. I run pretty long distances. So um, usually I do that in the morning and uh, it just makes me feel so good. It allows me to connect with nature to, to I also call the trees and the rocks my best friends and to just kind of hug the trees and lay on the rocks and touch the water, feel the air, take deep breaths that like really grounds me and just makes me connect with the earth and essentially connect with myself. Mm-hmm. Did you grow up in a family that really embraced the outdoors? Where did that love of nature come up mm-hmm. for you? 
Oh, 100%. Like, my family is super, super active. My dad's a sports teacher and a mental coach also. Um, my mom was a professional athlete. I did competitive cross-country skiing for, like, 10 years. And my family, we would just, like, go on adventures, like, every weekend. There's no, like, sleeping in. We would just, like, run up on mountains and just be active and enjoy, enjoy the outdoors. So that was really something I grew up with, and I'm really grateful for that. <laughs> yeah, it's such a gift. My family too had us camping every weekend. It's something mm -hmm. I just cherish so much to be familiar with that and mm -hmm. create it in a way. What What else was your upbringing like in the Swiss mountains? Like, what are some things that you find that were different about your upbringing than us Americans might have experienced, for example? Um, so I grew up in a very small town, so you kind of know everyone. And I love how how personal it is. You You know the names of the people you cross on the streets. You you know, like the area, you know, every little path in the forest. I feel like um, growing up in, in a small town just just keeps the circle smaller, but also more personal. And you just get to know everything in a deeper way. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just like, just having like close friends, like I still have the same friends that I had when I, when I was younger. And that's really special to share such long relationships. It's something that I don't see as often here in the States when people have the same friends as they had since they were like two years old, because everything's like more like kind of expanded. Um, and just Switzerland in general, like it, I feel like for people who come there for the first time, especially the area where I grew up in, it's this valley with like the mountains and the lakes and the snowy mountain tops and beautiful forests. It like looks like this picture perfect wonderland. Yeah. And it just, the older you get, the more you, you realize how much you appreciate to, to have been able to grow up there. Yeah. <laughs> so what has your journey been like? Because now you're in Hawaii, right? And, and when did your travel start to begin? And, and what has your journey looked like up until now? Um, so, well, okay, where do I start? Big question. You can go, <laughs> you can go in any direction there. Um, so I was always very, very much in my own world, my own reality. Um, I was always a little different. I also wanted to be. I always thought it was kind of boring to be to 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 be normal. Um, so in school, I was always the one up in the clouds and just not paying attention. But I was always so immersed in my own reality, like in my imagination, where everything was possible, where where trees can fly and dolphins have wings and all those things and to me, my reality was never less real than the reality that we live in. And I always knew that I can trust myself. I've always had this like deep, deep trust within myself that has guided me through my whole life. And it's kind of the same trust that I feel now. It's like gotten stronger, but the origin is kind of the same that I felt when I was like a six-year-old girl. So that kind of stayed with me and, and guided me on my path. Um, and as I said before, I grew up very active, competitive cross-country skiing, um, but I'm not like a competition person. Um, to me, I was always about like making people smile and just, I'm, I always wanted, I could never understand how there's, how there cannot be harmony, you know? To me, there's like, especially my world, there was, it was too beautiful not to like enjoy it to the fullest. Um, and then I can never really kind of express how I feel and what feels right for me through the words and language. So when I was 10, I started cooking and the kitchen became a place where I would lock myself into and just kind of 
express my words and my feelings and just bring them into the food through emotions and feelings. And it was um, a possibility for me to invite my friends and family into my world through those feelings and emotions without using words, without having to explain myself because it wasn't possible. So that's where kind of like my passion and, and love for cooking started. Um, and then it developed. I moved to Canada when I was 16 um, for six months there. I did, I did a lot of acting, singing, music. I was always very playful, very, very creative. Um, but I also gained like 30 pounds when I was in Canada. <laughs> so I came back and I just didn't feel comfortable in my body anymore. And then um, I wanted to feel better again. It was not necessarily about losing weight, but just feeling strong and fit and healthy again. So I changed some eating habits and just started to eat more like healthy food and more fresh food, started cooking more, um, more than I already did. Um, and then started sharing that online. I always loved photography, took photos of my, my recipes. And that was a time when social media, when Instagram just started. So it was like an exciting time. It was, it was, it was really fun back then. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not fun now, but it's changed. It's changed. Um, yeah, and then that kind of exploded. It just kind of really exploded. I moved to the city, um, to Zurich, and started with film acting school. Um, and then um, my social media went up and up and up, and we're just growing, growing. But to me, it wasn't really so fulfilling because I wasn't really able to connect with people one to one. It was all just on the screen. And then I decided to write my first book when I was 19. Um, so I was during, like, it was acting school during the day. And then at night or in the evening, I just wrote my book, um, my first book. And then that was released, became a number one bestseller. And then I just found my own company. And ever since then, it just kind of, yeah, just grew and grew into whatever direction you want to call it. I just, I was able to really, or I am able right now to really live my passion and to share that with people. And my main intention was always to just make people happy with what makes me happy, to inspire people, to motivate people, to find what makes them happy, to follow their passion, to, to find what it is that they can do to live up to their full purpose. So it's not necessarily about food and cooking in the first place. It's only about what I can express through it. And I know that I'm here on this in this lifetime. I'm here with a purpose, with a mission. With It's like so clear to me what that is. And um, the creative things that I do are only a way to express that. Exactly. <laughs> wow, beautiful. There's so many parts of your story that are just really inspiring. First of all, I'm just blown away by how young you are. And I'm sure you get that a lot, but I think it's because you clearly have such drive and and not and a lot of people can blow up on social media, but not a lot of people are able to take it to the next level and start a company and a business and really take it to the next level. So how did you end up writing your first book when you were 19? Like, what was that process like for you to actually get it mapped out and published? Like, what was that like? Mm -hmm. So I actually um, wrote like a little book already when I was in high school. It was like a 150-page book. It was like my last big project of high school. And that was just really fun for me. I was really able to kind of immerse myself into the, into the process and just do it all by myself, not have anyone tell me what to do, what not to do. And it was just like 
and then you have this finished product and it's just like filled with so much of yourself so many feelings and so much passion and it's just like I don't know like to me books when I when I open a book I can feel the energy of the author I can feel like all the subtext all the thoughts it's not necessarily that I can hear them in words but I can feel it all so that's a beautiful thing about books and as I said I went to film acting school and social media was growing and growing and it was just I just wanted to create something that doesn't like you know disappear because it's such a fast-paced world on social media and I feel like especially in nowadays like people like have all the time in the world but they don't have time like they have time to be on the phone for like hours hours a day but they don't have time to read a caption that is longer than like two sentences it's like so to me it was really about like taking the time to pour myself into a project to also allow people to feel that like wholeness of what life can feel of what emotions of feelings can feel and then i just like contacted two publishers i didn't really know how to you know get a book published and all that stuff so i just wrote an email i just put together a little sheet who i am what i do um why they should pick me and then two days later uh, one publisher got back to me and they said they want to do it hmm. so after like a while i heard that's like super fast because usually like it can take a long time till you find a publisher but they just wanted to do it and they told me well we we, we would have to have it in like four months mm -hmm. and they wanted me to use all the recipes and photos that i i did have a blog post until then and they just wanted to use that material but i was like no i'm gonna do everything new everything by myself so i was just like working um besides acting school non-stop and then, uh, yeah, I wrote a book in four months. It was like around 250 pages. It was a lot of work, but it was so much fun. <laughs> um, and yeah, no one really knew me um, in Switzerland because I, I would always post everything in English. Um, and then a lot of people thought I'm like an author from the U.S. because, you know, Eat Better, Not Less, that's the name of my books. It's kind of, it's kind of a, yeah, like a, an English title. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, a week later, it just like skyrocketed on number one of all sold books in the country and was there for like 16 weeks. So, <laughs> yeah. So cool. It sounds like you just got a lot of green lights and you were in, not only were mm -hmm. you in the right place at the right time, but you really had the work ethic to back it up and actually mm -hmm. get it done. Did your parents raise you in a house that just instilled this like kind of entrepreneurial spirit or like, where do you think that came mm -hmm. from? I think to my parents, it was um, always very important that I have one sister, Fabia is her name. Um, she's 14, year, uh, 14 years, 14 months older than me. And to my parents, it was, they never like pushed us really hard, but it was always really important that we have something that we're passionate about and that we like to do and that we like to like pour effort in. Um, so whether it was, you know, sport or whether it was something creative, they just wanted to feel from us that we're that we want that we want that and then they would support us a hundred percent so that's and it's also like my sister and i we were always really good at school and um just kind of didn't really have a hard time to like pass any tests or anything so the standard was naturally pretty high um but i feel like a lot of that drive also came from myself um because because i didn't feel like i was taken seriously a lot of the times when i was younger 
So it was like, okay, I'm just going to give it my all so that no one can say anything. I wanted to be so good that it was always most important for me to like convince myself. But I knew that my standard to myself is so high that if I reach that, um, I can almost be sure that people um, like it too or find it like a good 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 work <laughs> yeah it's a very good point like if you're impressed by your own work that's gonna ripple mm -hmm. out and and you know you did it with integrity yeah mm -hmm. i really mm -hmm. love the title of your book too eat better not less and it mm -hmm. back to your point earlier about so your journey into this you go to canada you gain some mm -hmm. you don't feel totally comfortable with so what was that mental shift for you when you were like i really want to get healthier and i need to start to feel better mm -hmm. in my body like was it a gradual shift? What was, did it happen pretty fast? Like, how can you help us wrap our minds around changing a habit like that? I think it really, it's, it's about um, really feeling how it makes you feel better time over time, because there's so many diets out there. So many, um, you should do this, you shouldn't do that. And if you just follow that without like internalizing the feeling, it's really hard to, to see the progress because um, your body might adapt to it, but your mind and your soul might, are not. And we are body, mind, and soul. It's always body, mind, and soul that have to go on the journey together because otherwise you're just going to be thrown back at one point. Um, so it was really about like feeling the benefits in my body, in my mind, in my soul, and then just going step by step. And just um, because when you feel that on all levels, how it makes you feel better, it's like pretty much impossible to go back. Mm -hmm. it's like with the evolution of like when when your soul starts to kind of like expand itself and and realize certain things and remember things like you can't forget it it's like you make that step and just keeps going and growing mm -hmm. um so with food it's a lot and that's also where the title comes from eat better not less i never wanted to wanted it to 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 feel like or to to sound like some sort of diet or some sort of like restrictive thing um, it's like you can eat really good food and you can eat so much like you can eat like big plates full of fresh and nourishing and colorful food that that just like gives you so much energy without ha having to feel bad about it. Mm -hmm. And um, it's also like to me, food was also always a great way to to connect with nature because the, the inspirations for my recipes, they always come in nature. So I just kind of like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's kind of a process that is hard to describe. But when I walk through a forest and I see like, I don't know, like a tree with a, with a thick bark um, and then the sun is shining through um, and then I see like an orange flower, then it's like, okay, I'm going to make sweet potatoes in an almond crust because the crust represents the bark of the tree. And then the shine is like this like bright color. So sweet potato. Um, and the orange flower. So it's kind of like, this is how my recipes kind of come together in my mind. It just flows to me when I'm in nature. Um, yeah. So yeah, to your question, it was just like um, about this whole like body, mind and soul experience and about hopefully inspiring people that they can find out for themselves what makes them feel good and then go from there step by step. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what were some of the uh, differences that you really started to notice at first, like emotionally, mm -hmm. mentally, physically, like what really started to mm -hmm. stick out for you there? Um, well, definitely, I feel like one kind of, you know, elevates the other, but I definitely felt like stronger, like in my body and just healthier. And like, I was able to, to move more to, to, I was just thriving more 
and that kind of made me feel better mentally and if you feel good like in your body and mentally it allows you to open to to open to open up the heart more and then from there a lot of things can flow in and that can again like make you feel better physically and give you more energy and then just have a clearer mind it's like it's this intertwined process that just you know kind of flows together and merges yeah <laughs> beautiful absolutely so okay i want to ask you a kind of a question that i think a lot of us struggle with too i have mm-hmm. an issue well i shouldn't speak that into existence but i'm really working toward moving through my uh, sugar addiction i really mm-hmm. like i totally eat uh, more sugar than um is healthy um, yeah whether it's just like too many pastries or whatever. And I love that sometimes you talk about sugar and can you just enlighten us on what is going on when we're eating processed foods, processed sugar, and how we can start to move through Mm -hmm. that and just release Mm -hmm. that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, so there's definitely like the scientific explanation of what sugar does and like, especially like, or like refined sugar compared to, I, I don't use any refined white sugar. I only use the more natural sources like um, like uh, pure maple syrup and coconut sugar, just like those more natural, syrup, which still is sugar. Um, but I, I like to think of it like when it comes to refined and unrefined, um, I like don't really think about it in the scientific way. I think more of it in the, in the I want everything to be as natural as possible. Mm-hmm. As, as, because we are nature and the more nature we feed into ourselves, the more we can like, like a flower, we can bloom. So maybe that helps you like the next time when you like buy something that has a lot of sugar in it and has like processed sugar in it and then you eat it, it's basically like you're eating dead energy. And that makes you like, that brings like dead energy into your body. And even just thinking of that makes me really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I know that I can't like, be more energized off of that dead energy. So I just want everything that I surround myself with and that, that I put into my body to feel alive, to be as natural as possible, because then I know my naturalness can like flourish even more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, but- you could also like, just if you can go one week without sugar, just like do one week straight, like the sugar level is going to drop because it's something we get used to. And the more sweet we consume, the more sweet we want. But if you do one week without sugar and then just eat like, I don't know, like a super sweet pineapple, it's going to feel like the craziest sugar rush. You're so right. Totally. You know what I think my mindset shift needs to be is like, I'm pretty comfortable with how I feel Mm -hmm. in my body. I feel pretty confident. I feel emotionally good. So I'm like, why, why, like, how do I get myself to the next step of, of changing my lifestyle and my diet so that I can be Mm -hmm. even healthier when I already feel good because I know it would be good for me. And I think a lot of us can, it's just a comfort zone that we Mm -hmm. need to be able to shift out of. So Mm -hmm. that's where my mindset is, is getting ready for a shift. And it's also like, if it's a comfort zone for you, which, which is never a bad thing. Um, Sometimes just, you shouldn't be in your comfort zone for too long, but Sometimes it's also like this, okay, but it makes me feel good. So why shouldn't I, shouldn't I consume it? But then you also know that you don't want it. Maybe you can like find something else that gives you that feeling. And then kind of like when you feel like eating sugar, maybe, I don't know, it's like putting your bare feet in, in like in the earth, you know? So instead of like taking that bar out out of the fridge or whatever it is, oh, I'm going to do like this. That makes me feel good. And then slowly but surely, you're kind of like 
transferring to that direction and like because you want like maybe you want that feeling maybe you need that feeling and that's what sugar whatever it is gives you but if you find something else that can give you like a similar feeling and just like keep growing and working on that you slowly but surely forget about the, the sugar <laughs> yeah it's such a good point and i love that you're saying this because it, it really um when we get to the root level of it it's always about a feeling or a deeper emotion yeah. and you're so okay. right like i always go for sugar when i need a serotonin boost or if i'm really busy and a little bit anxious like i'll yeah. grab something that's not exactly mm -hmm. healthy but you're so right if there was something to swap that out with that would boost my serotonin naturally mm -hmm. um yes that yeah. was helpful <laughs> My, my grandmother, like, I don't really use, I don't, it's like, it's, it's funny here in, in the States, especially people take so many supplements, especially when they're plant-based, um, like vitamin and B12 and blah, 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 so many. I, I don't like take anything. I don't use sunscreen. I barely use any like creams or like anything. Um, because again, like everything we need is like within us and in nature. And the more rely, we rely on something, the more we are in a dependency of them, something, the more it creates the separation from ourselves. So to me, any kind of dependency is always a separation from the self. And I wanna not like, I think the path for all of us is to find the oneness within ourselves and not the separation. We've been living with that for too many lifetimes now. <laughs> Yeah. And you mentioned always kind of having this understanding since you were a little kid. Was there anything else that really strengthened your spirituality and your, your faith mm -hmm. in essence in something larger than us and this connectivity between all living things? Like, was there something that sticks out to yeah. you that really helped you with that? Um, well, I definitely um, get it like, I get kind of drawn into different worlds or like, different realities i have so many like visions that come to me and um i don't really see people as people um i see people more so when i meet a person for the first time i see like the first thing i see is always the soul so that's like that's what like shines to me and it's also kind of why i can get along with any kind of person like it doesn't i'm not very I can get along with pretty much anyone. Uh, but then I also see like all these structures and these different patterns and colors around that person. Like it gives me this full download and it kind of is with that, with everything, like with trees and flowers and everything that holds the consciousness basically. And it just, um, it's so hard to describe because we're so limited in our, in our words and language. It's, it's, it's like this little box um but there's like so much more so i just kind of um yeah and when i run for example i get taken into these visions and i'm basically like in a complete other reality or another lifetime or just taken to whatever it is and it gives me this like full perspective um of just how there is and how we are so much more than just like this body or like even our soul how our soul can be and so much more than just this body, our soul can be in many different beings at the same time. And you have like, because time doesn't exist, right? So it all happens at once. So that part of the soul in another body with the part of your soul in this body, they might be fulfilling something for, for a past life. It's like this whole, like, it's all connected. 
Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm very, I feel very um, comfortable and very um, held and very protected in this like realm of infinity. And I know like that's who I am. And in that realm, everything is so connected and there's no difference. There's no separation, no definitions, no. And that kind of allows me to, to go through this life with this brain, with this mind, with this soul um, in a much more open way, in a much more compassionate way, in a much more empathetic way for, to, to understand other people, to, to go up to other people, to, um, yeah. And it also kind of gives me this, this greater feeling of, of why I'm here and what my purpose is, because eventually I would wish for people to feel the same. Like sometimes I'm like the things that I feel and the things that I, um, that I see, um, is like, it's just so magical. We're magical beings. And I wish for everyone to, to find that magic within themselves so they can, they can really dive into this world that opens up into the unknown because it's, uh, it's pretty magical. <laughs> yes. It sounds almost like you came in as an intuitive kid from the get-go and the beautiful thing, it sounds like it just didn't get stripped away from you. Like I think most children mm-hmm. have this, mm-hmm. you know, way of touching into all these different realities, but we get conditioned out of that knowing mm-hmm. and that understanding. And it sounds like you were able to make it mm-hmm. through the conditioning without it mm-hmm. without forgetting who you really are. Yeah, definitely. Like my parents, they always allowed me to to be who I am and that I'm really grateful for because nowadays it's just like if you don't like conform with the norm like or young kids that that might be a little different then they get medication and they're kind of we're just like our like creativity and our uniqueness is just kind of like shattered you know um, but it's changing. It's definitely changing. The the children are that are coming to 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 this planet now they're they're already in, in, in so much of a higher frequency that it's like almost impossible to like bring them into those boxes. I always kind of say like the generation of, of our grandparents or my grandparents, they kind of like, um, they were like in this room and there's this door. So they see the door. And then our parents' generation, they kind of open up the door. So they're in the next room. And they kind of prepared us um, before there's like the middle door that like our generation is now to to kind of take the the step from one world to or one reality into the next one. So we, we're like um, a lot of like beings right now, or if you want to call them um, kind of servers of the light, <laughs> they're kind of like familiar with both worlds and they're kind of like the bridge in between. And the children that are, that are coming now, or a lot of them, they're already in this new, new reality, new realm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like interesting to also when you when you I don't know talk to people depending on what age they are. Of course, there's always like you know individuals that are wherever, but it's just interesting how our parents' generation and grandparents kind of also prepared that path for us for us to be here right now. And we prepare a lot for the children to be here now in that different reality or different frequency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a good visual too. It's almost <laughs> like we're getting these um, masks lifted off us with each generation. Mm-hmm. We're able to see more yeah. clearly. And, yeah. and it's what I talked about before. Like once you, 
feel how like once you take that step forward and like feel it in body mind and soul you can't go back so because a lot of people are going through that right now the collective energy is just kind of rising and rising and that doesn't allow anything lower to come in it just it couldn't even survive it's also like the like all the fear that is is on the planet right now and all the the darkness if you want to call it that although essentially everything is a light um, but everything that kind of turned into like the darkness and the evil and the fear it's to me like it's so clear that it's like taking its last breaths all right my friends popping in for a moment to chat with you about my one-on-one -on -one mentorship offering so this is a private intimate one-on-one -on -one series with me for seven weeks and it's all about changing a habit and really working toward a specific goal that you have so within these seven weeks we are of course covering habit and routine formation goal identification and attainment planning, EFT tapping for confidence, guided visualization meditations that are you know personalized for you, energy clearing rituals, and you're also going to get support from me via text and email throughout the week. So this is a really amazing opportunity to really up level, show that love and honor and respect for yourself and really take it to the next level. So if you are someone who has been struggling with overcoming a particular habit or a pattern in behavior, this might be the perfect opportunity and container for you to really break through that and bring into reality that highest self that you've been calling in for so long. So head over to helendenham.com slash mentorship and you can book a call with me and I'll walk you through what to expect. We can get to know each other. Really looking forward to getting to know you more deeply and thanks for listening. Back to the show. It's only a question of time. Time doesn't exist but it can't survive the, the energy, the frequency is like too strong, too high. It just like, sometimes it has to, it takes some patience for it to play out in the physical realm, but energy wise, it's like, it's like, it can't really exist that much longer. Mm -hmm. You know, what other practices do you go to? And like you mentioned nature, which was so beautiful, but do you have any meditation practices or psychic activation mm -hmm. practices that you go to, to just sometimes heighten mm -hmm. this understanding and practice more? Um, again, I'm like, I don't like have, I always like every day I check in with my energy. I like, I love to use my sound healing bowl just to cleanse my field to, to know that I'm protected, that I'm in my energy in my life. Don't have any other energies in my field but again it comes so like so into like intuitive sometimes i'll get like a crazy download or visual when i'm driving in the car and like listening to drake you know like it can be like it can come anytime right but definitely like when i'm in a place like hawaii like here i feel my soul feels so at home here it just like it's just so much more intense and I just feel so many activations within myself um but it's just I trust the process so much that anything that is supposed to come is coming at the right moment so I feel like also like in the spiritual world there's so much pressure like it's you have to be very careful because it also can be a little bit like a religion you have to meditate you have to do this you have to do this in order to Essentially, it's about ascension, right? To like ascend. We all want to ascend. But no one ever talks about incension. Um, because our mind kind of 
relates the ascension with something higher, something better. Like I become first, I have more money, I have the better job. This is all higher. And that kind of like, without maybe realizing it, we think that ascension is something better. But if we think of it as incension, it's about ourselves. It's not about up, 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 it's about here. And then from the incension, the full sension can come. Because it's not just up, it's also we are human beings. We're also here to ground with the to ground, to connect with the earth, to connect with the people around us, with the air, with the wind, with so it's about like to me personally about the incension first, and then the full sension can come, and then that like pressure of ascension can kind of fall off. We didn't like we already know what it is to just be to just be to just be our soul, our spirit, to just be this like energetic beings. We 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 know that, but we came here to experience what it means to be human. So I feel like the only way to really bring our soul into our human and express ourselves through that is through experiencing that full sentient. That was such a beautiful way of describing that. I've never even heard the word incension before. And oh my God, it's so true. There is this sense mm -hmm. of a spiritual hierarchy that can be too easy mm -hmm. to feed into. And, and essentially an ironically spiritual ego can come about and all mm -hmm. of these ways of being that feel mm -hmm. also programmed. Like <laughs> we need to wear certain colors or we need to go to all these retreats and everything, but exactly. and, described it. And I, I think that the most spiritual thing that you can, you can do or that you can, yeah, that you can do is just like, it comes down to being a good person to caring for others, to be genuine, to be kind, to be compassionate, to, to, to enjoy life, to have fun, to be in the moment, to, you know, it's, 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 to me, it's more about that because everything else is again, like a definition. But if we all remember, if we, if we, if we um, think about the moments when we're just like in the moments when we're most happiest, it's those moments when we just have fun, when we're around good people, when we're um, doing good things for others and that, that like the feeling that comes back like that to me is like what spirituality is about what what it means to 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 feel the soul and the body and the mind and one and express that and yeah it's it's not about like it's not about the universe and like all these expressions that we use in the spiritual realm of course sometimes it's easy to use them to describe certain things but um, there's certain people that are much, much more spiritual that don't know anything about all this, but they're just like good humans. They're in the moment, they're kind. And other people that are so like immersed into the whole like spirituality world, but they're not really that spiritual when it comes down to like what human, like how's your heart? Like how do you treat people, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the word kindness was huge there. It's just like, mm -hmm. I keep thinking about the standard of which I hold the people in my surroundings or what energy, it, it always comes down to kindness. That has to be the base mm -hmm. level. Are you kind and are you open hearted? Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. It reminds me too of a little bit of what you were talking about in your TED talk when I watched it. Um, can you enlighten us like on your journey to having a couple TED talks and what that was like? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that was like a while ago. Hey, um, that was like three and a half, four years ago. Yeah, it was pretty young. It was so like, I love to, I've also through like my childhood, I was always acting and like on every stage possible just because I love to like escape into these different worlds and whatever. 
And um, yeah, it's like, it's like a TEDx talk. So it's not like the big, big TED talk. Um, uh, but there's like TEDx talks in like a lot of cities around the world. So the, the people from that city, they just kind of ask people and, and Switzerland is not a big country. Um, so if you like create something on your own, if you do something, um, it's kind of not super, super, it's not easy, but it's, it's easier than other countries to kind of become someone that people know, you know? Um, so they asked me if I want to talk about my, my, my journey because I was so young doing everything. Um, and it's, for me, it's a great, great, um, it was always a great, it was a great possibility because I was able to share that it's more than just about food. You know, I was able to share what, what, what drove me to, to do that, what I want to express through that. And um, just kind of, because a lot of the times I feel like I don't have enough time or not enough words to explain myself. And the TED Talk was like, it was really hard to like put together um, kind of like a 20 minute talk because I can talk for hours, no problem. Um, but it was a, an amazing process because it allowed me to kind of you know, in less words, say more and just present that in front of the audience and feel their energy and feel the feedback. And yeah, I love it. I love it. (laughs) And correct me if I'm wrong, right? Your theme for one of them was like, instead of becoming the follower, like going through your own authentic, like unfollowing, can you kind of um, help us understand that sentiment a bit? I think it was called um unfollow to be followed because essentially like the the only person that you need to follow is yourself because everything else kind of kind of falls into the category of comparison and i always say comparison is like drinking toxic for the soul it won't make you feel good so um if you see especially in the world of social media and just like there's so much pressure in the world to like be that do that be better like look like that whatever And if you just kind of can set the intention to unfollow, it's not that you don't like that person that you're, even if it's a friend, like if you don't resonate with what they're sharing, like you don't have to give it attention. Like you have to care about yourself first. And if you do so, like it's much easier to like, you know, kind of present yourself with your full energy to others and whatever you're doing. Um, So just kind of unfollowing everything that doesn't, make you feel better doesn't like inspire you to 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 grow i think you should unfollow that i also tell people like my community like if i don't inspire you please unfollow me i want you to feel good like that's my main intention i don't want like as many followers as possible because that's my ego but my heart wants you to feel good my heart wants you to like step into your full potential and live who you are Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could have the same conversation too about what we're consuming on television and what we're watching, what we're eating holistically. It all, it all ties together, doesn't it? Yeah. Everything that we put, like, and as I said before, like everything that we put in our body and surround ourselves with has an effect on us. And mostly it happens in the subconscious because our brain is trained enough to kind of twist and turn everything around so that it makes sense. Oh yeah. But you know, it kind of like we find a way to make it to make to soothe the feeling. But like we feed, and that's what I said before. Like the more you grow and the more you open your heart, your soul, the more sensitive become you become of everything that you surround yourself and surround yourself with and feed yourself with. 
so it's just it's just yeah just we have to be really careful um, we have to be careful and especially with the news like i personally don't consume any news um because it's just it's what's happening right now on planet earth like there's um and what has to happen it's like also a good thing like because we're in this evolution process and i if i like feel into the future which is also now like we have paradise in front of us but we still have to do the work you know to get there but it's right now you see that there's like two worlds it's like the fear-based reality and then the reality of of love of trust of and it's it's like with everything happening and that happened in the past two years from like being like this kind of always kind of clutching into each other it's like like this it's fully fully separated so each soul right now has the has the choice like what reality do i want to be part of and maybe some souls they're not ready yet to be here maybe they have some lessons to go through first um and they like need to be in that fear-based reality and they need to go through those lessons and they might come back in another lifetime but for those who who feel internally like i don't want to be part of that fear-based reality like that doesn't speak to me that doesn't raise, resonate with my heart then please don't give any attention to anything that is like in this fear-based reality especially news especially tv and all that stuff just like focus like go watch go watch the clouds it's much more beautiful and healing and soothing <laughs> mm -hmm. well speaking of the kind of you know the the choice and vibrational frequency as well mm -hmm. have, have there been any self-limiting beliefs that you've been actively working on overcoming recently like is there anything that's been like a trigger point for you that you've been mm -hmm. moving through it's it's hard to like um I don't really like in this lifetime i know that i'm in a dharmic state i don't i know that i don't have like big karma to resolve um because i know that i'm here with a purpose so the way i can function or that um is everything that feels hard i can kind of it's here but like it, it doesn't stay for long you know i don't like feed it into myself I find ways very quickly to go out of it because I always like remind myself that everything that I feel, every energy that I express has an impact on the collective. And why am I here? It's to bring more light to the collective. So, um, but I'm not like bypassing it. I'm also like working on those things, but it's kind of like, it's hard to describe in words. It's sometimes like small little thoughts that come in or like, I feel like something that we all struggle with as humans is 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 not to be seen you know not to and that's something that i kind of had since my childhood that that i feel like i need to do more to be more to be better in order to be accepted as as a as as nadia um but then my soul always like hey nadia like you know who you are just like feel yourself into that so i find like that you know that kind of click very fast but those thoughts definitely creep in sometimes that, um, that, yeah, like we all just want to be, want to be accepted and seen for who we are. Yeah. And it sounds like you're able to acknowledge them, let them pass, uh, mm. send them off with love. Like we do this in meditation, you know, envisioning ourselves mm. as the sky and the thoughts coming mm -hmm. through like clouds, just uh, mm -hmm. an experience of non-attachment and also just that relieves suffering, doesn't it? Cause it stops looping and we, you know, it just, it's a relieving way to live. 
and as I said before, like the more you allow your soul to like your heart to open up, the more sensitive you become. So whenever you have these like negative thoughts, you feel them, feel them more and more intensely and it just doesn't make you feel good. So just trying to find ways to, to remind yourself of what you love about yourself, of, of all the things you're grateful for. It's like the thing we hear all the time, like remind yourself of what you're grateful for, start your day with that. But it's really true also like, there's always something to be grateful for. And there's so many beautiful things happening every day. And, and just like, if you just look outside, if you just, even just like, like a lot of people, and I mean, I have that too. Sometimes we struggle with our body image. Right. Um, but then also just like when I, when I have those thoughts, I just remind myself, Hey, like as a soul, I basically, I'm just, I just am, but as a human, I like, I can move my arm. I can like smell, I can see, I can, this is like incredible what we have, like how everything connects and functions and we don't even have to think about it. We can breathe. And the thing that like goes into this like construct of like bones and skin kind of allows us to, to live and to, you know, it's like insane, like a human body to experience that. It's also like a good reminder for people who are so immersed into the spiritual world that they're always escaping because then they're always like somewhere up there to like remind themselves that experiencing what it means to be human is like incredible. It's such a gift. And to, to even have two legs, two arms, to have like a functioning body is like incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so true. It's such a simple, but it's one of the most profound practices, isn't it? Because it immediately puts us into this feeling of safety and harmony and like releases that mm-hmm. fight or flight stage. Yeah. Ah, everything's actually okay. And it's mm-hmm. actually like better than okay. It's actually awesome. If I actually look mm-hmm. out of my mind, it's, mm-hmm. it's really profound. Mm-hmm. And also like the thought that you know, like people never really care as much about you as you do. Like everyone's so like, so in their own world. So like obsessed with thinking about how they think about themselves that honestly, like if you just, if you're just yourself with an open heart, if you're kind, if you're like, people are going to see you for that. I also thought about this yesterday. Like the more people just, just care about their body, the more they see people for their body. The more people just care for the mind, the more they see people for the mind. The more people just see for body, mind, and soul, the more they see people for body, mind, and soul. And once the soul is like, once, some, once that's something that you see and that you know want to be seen as or want to see, the soul always speaks the loudest. It's like, this has such a power. And then you see people completely different. Because now with social media and everything, so many people just focus on the body, on how they look. So that's how, that's why they see people only for how they look. But if you like find that incension, full sension, mm-hmm. to like see people for body, mind, and soul. And that's like powerful. It's really powerful. Yeah. yeah and I think that'll just, that is such a beautiful mindset to have that I think most people start to realize mm-hmm. when they're like in their later elder years, when the, the body mm-hmm. just becomes the vessel still and they, they're able to shed that. And that's, I feel like where so much wisdom comes from and that people actually naturally have to move through. But if we can realize that sooner, like you are explaining now, it's like, 
wouldn't mm. it be lovely to just walk through life like that, knowing that we are spiritual beings having a physical experience and not just say that, but really resonate with it and see mm. it reflected around us. I mm. love that. Mm -hmm. And also like what, what's happening right now, like I, for myself, when I say this to like, actually most people think I'm crazy when I say this, but I'm like convinced that I'm going to be able to like live as Nadia, like in this body, I'll be able to like switch from human to like energetic being, but I'll be able to like go back into the body for like thousands of years. And I, I'm convinced that aging is like in our mind. Our, if we, oh my gosh, if we were be able, like it's going to come, but if we would kind of just get a glimpse of what we're able to, of the power we have inside, holy moly, <laughs> so much of what we think is natural, like the aging process, like getting weaker over time, it just would completely fall off, completely fall off. Right. It's all these structures and ways of thinking. Yeah. The only, I was talking about this with another guest the other day is just like aging. Um, it's really just about the weathering of the planet. Like we, if we were on a different planet and the winds were affecting us differently, if we had a different gravitational poles, our bodies would mm -hmm. age completely differently. We might, our physical bodies might survive for 500 years, yeah. or 200 years, you know, depending mm -hmm. on which, but I think yeah. there's also that, but you're also so right. Like we could increase our bone density. We could, mm -hmm. uh, you know, build our muscle mass, keep our skin and our collagen upkept in, in new ways, just by changing the way that we think. And mm -hmm. it's like quantum, quantum, physics it's that but it's also um nature mother nature um because we are in in some ways a reflection of mother nature and she's hurting like she's been hurting for too long <laughs> and everything that we nourish ourselves with is from mother nature so because she's like not thriving the way she could we aren't either we can't be so it's kind of like this parallel pro process that happens. And now also that parallel process that happens that earth is like cleansing, you know, itself. It's like, there's this whole cleansing process happening and so much darkness is coming up because there's more light. So the light illuminates everything that's dark. Um, and that's why a lot of people right now are going through this like up and down feeling. Like also in the, in the spiritual community, there's like these high of like highest of high moments and then these drops. It's like this, but it has to be because everything that is like has been buried for so long is like coming up and it's coming up fast and intense. And we just, and we just, the best way we just have to like lean into it and sit into it and just feel it through and just allow it to come through us to, to be honest and that's like, it's like if you, if you um, kind of, there's like a river that has so much water in it and it just kind of takes you with it, it takes you with it. Um, if you try to swim, it's going to be really hard and really exhausting. If you just let yourself flow with the water, you're also going to get there. But it's just like, you're more kind of, it's a, it's a softer process, you know, yes. although might hit some rocks sometimes and there might be a tree that hits you but if you don't resist it it's uh it's going to be a little bit easier 
definitely floating downstream and like surrender instead of thrashing against change that is necessary and like the collective shadow work that is totally Mm -hmm. necessary yeah Mm -hmm. do you believe that we have like soul contracts do you think that we come in with intention and purpose and knowing what's going to unfold for us and Mm -hmm. how do you perceive the soul's journey for yourself at least yeah well there's definitely i definitely think um before we come here as humans, we have so much, like we have a much more broad understanding of what it means to have a purpose. And then in our mind, the way we think now, we're like, okay, our soul chose to do this before coming here. But if we could feel back into the way we feel and think things as a soul, not like in this dimension and reality, it's like much more complex than that. It's more, much more than just like, I have this purpose and this is what I'm going to do in this life. It's kind of what I said before, like time is like, time doesn't exist. And like a soul can be, can inhabit many different bodies at the same time on many different planets, planets and many different, um, you know, star systems, whatever. So it's so much more than just like, the purpose but this is just a small part um i definitely think that like my soul in this body right now um this is a small like i don't want to say small because it also like our kind of defines it into small or big you know but just a part of my soul does this and this will also help other parts of my soul to do that in other realities I think you get what I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's a very much a sense of like, once we collapse time, um, mm-hmm. we start to understand that all of these parallel realities mm-hmm. are existing and kind of stacked on top instead of like in this mm-hmm. linear timeline. Do you ever get glimpses of these other versions of you in the? Oh company? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all the time. Like I actually have this one being that is like I feel like I know she's me in another body in another from another. Um, star system and it's so interesting like I feel her close to me a lot and I can like when I feel her touch me or just like see her it's so interesting because it's like looking yourself in the eye but still feel a difference and um yeah like I just get taken to like these different places where I experience myself and different beings and it's it's um Oh gosh, like when are we going to invent something? Well, we don't have to invent. Like one of my good friends here in Hawaii, um, you like Mahina's boyfriend, you um, interviewed recently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a really good friend. And um, he's also very like a person that lives from the heart. Like he's, he just like, he lives with and from the heart, you know? And uh, one time we were driving back from like bathing in that river with a couple of friends and he was just like, we're pouring rain, we're driving back. And he was just like, like looking back from the back of the car, guys, don't think in words and language, think in emotions and feelings. And that to me hit me so hard. It hit me so hard because it's so true. Like if you think in emotions and feelings and not in words and language, that can like open up a whole other dimension. And just like maybe right now, it doesn't sound like, oh, okay. (laughs) But if you experience that, if you try to do that, like, holy crap, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's like really do so much. It can 
allow you to enter into like into yourself into all these other worlds and just start to make so like everything starts to make sense more mm. because like our world is like it's a construct of boxes so the more we break out of those boxes the more we can like you know go into that free space where mm. everything and can exist and is possible mm. shout out lewis for that beautiful <laughs> love that. Yeah. It's, you know, a, a thought that has been coming up for me over the past like year, I guess, which is sometimes hard to put a pin in, but it's like, where does intelligence meet consciousness? And hearing mm-hmm. you explain that it's like uh, intelligence is more of this mental chatter and the, the thinking mind where the mm-hmm. consciousness is that emotional feeling and that energetic auric body in a way. Mm-hmm. So that kind of helps me to perceive mm-hmm. that in a different way. But also, like, our consciousness is incredibly intelligent, but just not intelligent how we perceive intelligence. Because we think intelligence is, like, knowing, you know, like, what makes sense. But, like, the highest consciousness possible or just, like, source energy is, like, incredibly intelligent. Mm. But it's a different kind of intelligence. It's it just like thinking about it, it feels, oh, it's, oh gosh, it's like what we, the capabilities of what we have with our intelligence, it's like, it's like, I, you can't even like, it's, it's such a huge difference. So our, like another good exercise that I like to do, because oftentimes, um, you know, we connect with our higher self. Uh, Basically we connect with our awareness you know, or like our consciousness, like the, the highest consciousness we can feel into, but then to kind of like go even a step further and become the consciousness of your consciousness. It's kind of tricky to get there because like, we're like, okay, how to, because that's like the consciousness is like the only thing I can feel and think about. Like, how can I get even higher? But again, don't think in words and language, think in feelings and emotions and become the awareness of your awareness. And that can like, oh. Like the things that I was able to experience from there showed me so much about myself, made me learn so much about myself and just everything in general. Um, because again, our highest self is attached to us, to some, somewhat, and to our mind because we're body, mind, soul. Um, but if we go out of that and kind of become, it's like even a step more out of it, it's like, yeah. You have to experience it by yourself, but it's really interesting what it can do to become the awareness of your awareness. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. And you, that's such a good point. And because maybe the question is not, what's the difference between intelligence and consciousness? It's like, mm-hmm. we, uh, absolutely, because our body has its own innate intelligence that is separate from the mind mm-hmm. and everything. So that's such a good point. Um, yeah. Oh, I love that. I was just remembering there's this beautiful song. I think it's literally called this universe, but it activates mm-hmm. this imagining of, um, mm-hmm. it through like source light mm-hmm. energy, like this big cosmic mm-hmm. kind of intelligent force and moving yeah. through that. Um, and I think a lot of people explain this in near death experiences as well as actually, you know, experiencing this shift and this movement through this yeah. higher consciousness and intelligence that actually shows up as light energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's all like um, another beautiful image that really I think is beautiful is to um, you can think of it like just the world or just the whole universe. But if you think of let's start with the world of the whole world, um, every human being like the whole world is basically one human. 
Um, and then every living being is a, like, is a cell of the body. And they all need, like some cells have like, I don't want to say more important, but maybe a bigger role, like maybe your heart or um, your lungs or whatever it is. They have like, they take on like this bigger challenge to be that. And maybe that's like certain like humans, like translated into this world, humans that have like a certain mission to like, you know, bring in that light and just like hold their energy high. But it needs all of those cells for the body to function. Because also, again, in the spiritual world, that can be like, how many people are going to ascend? And there's so many people that are not, you know, it's kind of that um, vibe a little bit sometimes. But to then like think about that everything and everyone that has a consciousness is needed for that body to function, for us to have that experience that we have. To me, it's a very beautiful, beautiful, beautiful um, image to have and gives me kind of compassion for everything and everyone to yeah and have the trust that everything happens exactly as it it's meant to Mm -hmm. yeah that's a really powerful zoom out to like recognize that we are part of like this much larger Mm -hmm. larger ecosystem and this Mm -hmm. like micro we're just part of this microcosm and a macrocosm Mm -hmm. it's just like it it activates the understanding of Mm -hmm. it was actually uh matthias de stefano yeah um, who was talking about that in, in a podcast episode with uh, Aubrey Marcus, I think. And he was talking about the nine dimensions. And it was, I just highly recommend that podcast too. It's like, also like the dimensions, the way he described it, it's not like you go from the first to the second, to the third, to the fourth, to the fifth. Like there's like from the, from like the first, you go to the ninth and then to the eighth and then to the seventh and then to the third and to the, it's like, you know, it's not like linear. Mm-hmm this is something that like can help a lot to like get rid of any linear thinking (laughs) because that puts pressure on us. And if we just allow it to like, just kind of like, you know, if we envision like a circle where everything just flows and don't see it as up, 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 or like better, 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 whatever it is, it's much more easy to, to immerse ourselves into that circle and just kind of go with what, pulls us, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds like a great conversation. Aubrey Marcus and Matthias. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look that up. Oh, that sounds it was awesome. awesome. It was really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, is there any, are there any books that you've been reading that you're loving recently? Anything mm-hmm. else you've been studying? Mm-hmm. It's interesting how I read books. I usually just kind of open them and then, you know, wherever, and that's exactly what I'm meant to read. Um, I've read like um, the books I really love because I feel a strong connection to Lemuria. Mm-hmm. Um, memories of, of those past lives and um, still think that Hawaii is <laughs> still kind of um, alive in that sense <laughs> from that time. Um, Telos, I don't know if you know the books Telos, one, two, and three. Um, it's basically um, the, the author's Aurelia Jones, I think, and she's a channeler who channels um, the beings that are still living in Mount Shasta and um they're basically the the ones that were able to save themselves from from the flood that happened in Lemuria and it's um the city in Mount Shasta just in another dimension um called Telos and they just kind of like give her all these messages and uh it's it's amazing it's especially if you resonate with it it's like Home, home, home. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's the kind of yeah. book recommendation I'm looking for. <laughs> and also Time Bender. 
The book is called Time Bender. Amazing. It kind of gives you, um, it's this guy from, from Netherlands. And one day he's visited by this guy named Time Bender, but he's, um, I think an Octorian. Um, so basically only he sees him and they always come to visit him. Um, and they take him through this process of, of kind of growing and waking up and realizing and remembering. And they explain to him what humanity, like, or planet Earth, what role it plays, not just what's happening here, but in the history of the whole universe. So it like, gives you not just like the connections that reach to why Earth was created, but what role it plays, like, and what role it played in the creation of humans in the whole entire universe. And it's, it's amazing. And it also talks about like the dark side or Satan, how that originated from like the light and how that's needed for us to go through that growth. So it's just like this. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorite books that I've ever read. It's, it's so, so good. It's such an easy read and it's like a true story. Um, but just read it. Time bender. <laughs> Love it. I just wrote those down too. I'll, I'll link them in the show notes as well. Great. Oh my gosh, Nadia. Well, I can see why you and Mahina are friends and I'm so grateful that I was able to find yeah. you kind of through it's her. Like, for, us, for us, it's like, I think we couldn't speak for the rest of our lives, but we just kind of get each other because we have like, we're very similar in, in a lot of ways, how we think and how we, um, so yeah, I love her so much. Uh, oh, it's I love it. amazing to, 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 I mean, it's kind of meant to happen, but to meet people and just feel that, you know, connection where you don't really need words because the words just kind of make everything less than it actually is. Um, when someone just understands you on all levels. So yeah, it's beautiful to share that with her. It <laughs> for sounds sure. like you found your people there in Hawaii and a lot oh, of and It's like, the, the, should I tell you the story how I found, like how I connected with all of them? I was, the first time I came to Hawaii was like five years ago. Um, so I finished uh, writing my second cookbook um, and I was working on it for like four months straight, like 16 hours a day with like four hours of sleep a night, like not a single day off. And then I had like whole promotion and like TV and all that stuff coming up. And I was just like, I was like, I need a break. Otherwise I'm just going to be a machine. Like I need to be me, you know? So I just uh, thought about going to Bali and then I saw this video um, on YouTube like about Hawaii. So I was like, oh, let's click on it, watched it. And then I saw another one that was just like this beautiful video of all these like shining young humans who were just like connected with nature, just so connected with each other. It was just like, it just really touched me. Um, and then I was like, I need to go to Hawaii. So I just booked a flight for a whole month. Um, I was like, what did I just do? Because I had so many appointments come up. My publishers were so like mad at me, but I was just like, this is what I need to do. So I left. And then the first day I got here, I got to Honolulu and then the things you do on the first day, like you rent a car, you get like a SIM card, whatever. Um, and then I drove to Whole Foods, which we don't have Whole Foods. So for me, like going to food stores is like always an experience. <laughs> um, and then I was like, I remember sitting in the car for like 20 minutes, just looking some stuff up. I went to Whole Foods, um, actually super close where um, Louie and Mahina live right now. And then I was at the, like where the fruits and vegetables are. 
And then I see these people from that video, which is Lewis, which is, uh, it was Claire and it was Daniel, three friends. And I was like, oh, that's the people from the video. So I just went up to them and just said, hi. Um, they gave me a hug immediately. It was Thanksgiving. They were asking me what I'm doing. Um, I'm just, I just said, I'm here by myself for a month, just kind of traveling around. They're like, no, you can't be by yourself. Come over. And that's just, yeah. And that's, we just have this whole family that just feels like we're so connected and we have been for many lifetimes, but to like find back in human form in this lifetime and just share that with like this whole group of people. It's, 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 yeah, it's so special, really special. It's <laughs> so beautiful. It's just like, of course, it just lined up like that for you. You just land there and immediately yeah. meet them. It's so funny how people like I've found even in the, this space in this podcasting world, how people just start, start to align in really specific ways. Yeah. Like I knew of Lewis um, years ago in New York city, my producer was working with him on music Ooh. and he said, Helen, you've got to meet this like he is like a sun being. You would just love to meet him and maybe interview him or something. So I didn't get to catch him, but I emailed him. I said, oh, I want to interview you. Then I see that he starts to date Mahina. Then I mm -hmm. fell in love with Mahina just from, I was like, oh my God, love yeah. energy. And then it just kind of all just kind of came together. It started clicking it's so, around. It's honestly like, sometimes it, feel, it feels like a soap opera to like, you know, like all these connections. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's, it's, uh, it's just beautiful because it starts to like make sense. You know, yeah. the connections are meant to happen when they happen, when you experience it, it's like, hmm, makes yeah. sense, makes sense. And it just allows you to open up more because you find that trust. You start to have this feeling of remembering something so deep and that feeling kind of holds you like a, like a warm hug and allows you to open yourself up more. And then you're able to share that feeling with those people and that like, brings you on a whole nother, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's such a good way of explaining it. It's like the synchronicity that just feels really warm and like mm -hmm. you're, everything's going to be okay. And it's all like intentionally yeah. working out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, love it's, that. I mean, when I look back, what I said in the beginning, like I'm still friends with the people from my childhood, but we all kind of, you know, moved into different directions and I feel like you can always learn from every person, no matter where they're at. Like you don't need to need to have like a certain state of consciousness that I'm going to talk to you. Like you can always learn from everyone. I'm a hundred percent convinced of that. But sometimes it's just like nice to have like to feel understood on all levels. Um, so yeah, when you when you when you because I feel like that's something I've been seeking my whole life ever since I was a little girl. Um, I just kind of found my own way to speak my language through food, <laughs> but to actually like have it with people um, is really, and I also have that with my dad. Like my dad is, uh, we're kind of, I would say my dad is like one of my best friends. Also with my mom, but mom is still like the mom, you know, the, who cares, who worries, whatever. Yeah. Uh, with my dad, like we're on a very, it's beautiful to have a relationship with a parent that feels like you're each other's parents mm -hmm. and some, you know, where you can learn from each other. Cause again, like age and any kind of hierarchic system doesn't really make sense to me. Um, so it's beautiful to share that relationship with him where we're so open with each other and like, um, can just like learn from each other and share everything and just kind of get it, you know, 
Absolutely. You said like you can always have these beautiful connections with anybody, but when you meet people that can truly see you, it's like they trigger this mm-hmm. further unraveling. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying in Incension, I'll never forget that word that you use. It's so cool, but that they can trigger that so that you can learn even more deeply yeah. about yourself. Yeah. And it's also like, I feel like a lot of people who wish that, and then they see other people have it. They're like, why can't I find it? Like, why can't I do have that? Um, just like if you really set the intention, if you like take some time for yourself, you set the intention and you make sure to, to follow your heart to like for a while, just like, even if it's just small decisions, like what, I don't know, like what kind of fruit do I want to buy? Just like feel into what your heart said and then make every decision with the intention from your heart. And always keep reminding yourself of that intention to meet people that you want to share that with, it's going to come. It's going to come. But again, it takes some practice to get out of our mind into our heart, but it will come. Trust it. Trust, trust, trust. Trust is so big. Trust. Oh my gosh. I like, I would say, um, I don't really have any fears and worries in this. Of course, if you put me like, I don't know, in the middle of the ocean, like at two o'clock in the night and surround- <laughs> whatever I'm probably also going to be scared (laughs) like I don't have worries in my life because I have so much trust and I just wish that for everyone it's it just it's like yeah it's like your grandma gives you the biggest hug and you just feel so comfortable in it you know and sometimes you want to it's like the hug is like too squeezy and you kind of want to go out (laughs) you want to stay in it in it because it's it's beautiful. <laughs> oh, I love, I love that note to kind of leave everybody with is just surrendering to that trust because you are such mm-hmm. a example of that frequency and just, Thank you. you know, just being here and bringing such wisdom to us. So I'm so grateful for you, Nadia. Thank you so much oh, for being you here. For your, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. And so um, how can people find you and work with you if they want to? Um, yeah, so they can find me on social media, just Nadia Damaso is my name. Um, or if you type in eat better, not less, and my books are in mostly in German. I'm now trying to work with an English publisher. Um, cause it's a kind of a different story to work with publishers here. Uh, but I just started with uh, my own YouTube videos. It's like outdoor cooking. And the way I do it is, um, so I make recipes outside, whether it's in the forest, at the beach, and I don't explain them in now you have to use pineapple and now you have to use this and this. I explain them. Um, the words kind of match what I'm doing and the ingredients I'm using, but they explain a feeling or an emotion that we can all relate to. And I hope that the recipes can make you feel, those videos can make you feel. So it's different kind of recipe videos. Um, so they can find me on YouTube. I do talks. People can, can ask me for doing talks. Um, I cook for people, do a lot of events and workshops. Um, but yeah, just if you type in my name and then just message me whenever it feels right. Um, I'm sure we'll find each other. <laughs> Perfect. And I'll put all of that in the description below too, but yeah. thank you again. Yes. Oh yeah. Your podcast too. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. What's your podcast called? Uh, it's conscious with Nadia Damaso. Yeah. Beautiful. And I like everything from, I don't know, like, oh yeah, that would be a good one. Uh, how to eat less sugar. <laughs> yes. 
that was one episode to like guided meditations to to how to boost your immune system naturally it's kind of like body mind and soul um aspect to to all the episodes exactly excellent i think we covered <laughs> two in this conversation we got the holistic vibe down yeah what a beautiful rest of your day thank you All right, my friends, thank you so much for being here and hanging out with us today. I hope you're feeling inspired and lifted and called to action in some area of your life. And of course, everything we chatted about is linked in the description below. A couple more things on my end. If you are curious about cultivating a meditation practice or continuing an existing one, I'm teaching meditation a few times a week with Unplug, The Den, and Be Meditation. If you go to helendenham.com slash meditate, you'll find uh, my schedule and links to sign up for all these meditations. There are also a couple free meditations every month with Be Meditation, so keep an eye out for that. I also am very active on Instagram at helendenham underscore, yay. And on my website, you'll also find links to lots of amazing blog posts. We've got more Q&A interviews coming up on the blog. And of course, you'll find my self-mastery course, Cultivating Confidence, is available there. And I also have a one-on-one mentorship seven-week series that's available for you if you want to apply for that. And just keep an eye out for more to come. So sending you so much love, blessings, have a beautiful rest of your day or your evening, wherever you are. Thank you again, and I'll talk to you soon.